Have you ever tried a sleep cap? Is your head often cold when you sleep? Let us tell you about Encilia's dream caps. Allison, who is the creator, tried everything when it came to keeping warm while sleeping with hair loss. Chemo caps, bamboo sleep caps, and literally nothing would stay on her head at night. She would wake up in the middle of the night freezing, as most of us do with bald or balding heads. It is absolutely freezing when you wake up with no hair or nothing on your head. And she would be searching for a hat. So the dream cap that she came up with is a modern chemo cap with a built-in sleep mask that is cozy, chic, and stays put. And I also suffer from migraines. They come on with my menstrual cycle. So built-in sleep mask is super great for those things too if you suffer from headaches or migraines. If you want to know more about Allison's dream caps, you can visit the link in our bio and find out more. Those bald chicks are here to slay. Stop what you're doing, plugging and play. Those bald chicks will make your day. So stop what you're doing and say, Those bald chicks. Hello, all you bald and balding people, and welcome back to Those Bald Chicks, your favorite alopecia podcast. I'm Kristen, and I'm here with Paige to do our December recap. We're going to talk about everything we did this year in podcast land. Also, recapping what's gone on with alopecia over the last year and our personal lives. Lots to discuss. Buckle in, folks. Buckle up. Yes, because we were talking before this and we were like, oh, this there's a lot to recap in That's regards right. to alopecia world and our world and et cetera, et cetera. So <laughs> <laughs> to start it off, we wanted to start with recapping on some of the great things with the podcast. Obviously, we had our first of many guest series and our first of many mom series. It made us so happy. We didn't realize the impact that those would have because listening to everyone's perspective and journeys and just seeing a different light on alopecia or hair loss in general because we had different people on it was eye-opening to both Kristen and I so it 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 really was even how similar our experience can be because it's alopecia right you lose your hair but also how different each person's was with it was just like insane to think about and I feel like we didn't expect that either no like what's so crazy is you know, when we re-listen to them, we sit there and we're like, holy shit, all these words of advice, all of these things that are going to help people get through their day-to-day with their hair loss in regards to like regressing and, you know, feeling like crap about your hair loss was powerful. Every single one was different. There were some similarities, of course, but it was still different. And mm-hmm. every time we got words of advice, we were like, holy shit, this is great. That helped us, I feel mm-hmm. like, because, you know... We only hear what people that surround us say and then what we think. So seeing other people and seeing how they got through it was really important. We just want to shout out everyone that has come on so far, all the moms and all of the guests, because we know how it can be a little scary to come on a podcast in front of an audience, knowing that people are going to be listening to your story. We know that. We recognize that. We hope that you felt comfortable because we want to make it feel like it's just a couple of friends talking. And that being said, it has also helped us get through stuff. It has been Mm -hmm. our therapy. Kristen and I, after every single person that was on, would stay on after and just talk about the episode we just recorded because it was that important to us as well. So, And how each and every guest is so amazing that we were just like mind blown after each one and in tears. And it was just like a, it was just such an experience to have. I know. And I 
I really can't thank you enough. We can't thank you enough. Yeah. So. I know it, it was it was special. And we also want to mention that, you know, social media world is completely different than, you know, meeting us on Zoom, meeting you on Zoom, because every time that somebody would pop on, we would be like, oh, my God, we finally can put a face to an account, really, and be yeah. able to connect on that way where on social media, you can't really connect in that way. So it was really cool to have like that allotted hour plus time to talk beforehand, talk during, and then after we'd talk about it, see how you felt about it and how we felt about it. And it was just a bond that we can't describe really. And that's why we think it's so important to keep having guests on because we just want to keep sharing other people's stories and keep those bonds going because they mean everything to us too. We had a couple of upsets that happened in the hair loss community too. While we were riding that high of being so excited to have all these guests on, we did have super heartbreaking news about Rio, which to explain that heartbreak and devastation of that news is difficult to put into words because I know how hard it was for me personally to get through it. I'm still getting through it. Like I still think about it because that's obviously the worst case scenario. And that's what we're trying to prevent because we don't want people to feel unwelcomed. And, you know, I went to the funeral. I saw all of the people that she touched, like emotionally, all of the people that loved her. There were people standing up and talking about stories and memories and teachers were up there talking about remembering her in class and getting extremely emotional about it and it was just powerful so it really was yeah like, like even like you were texting me during like or after the funeral and you know I could just feel just the pain and empathy that you had for all these people that like, you know knew her and it was yeah yeah. yeah, I know you were definitely touched by that funeral, so. I think it's a wild experience to feel so connected to something that you know nothing about or you know no one. I think it was crazy that my mom and I were sitting in that funeral and looking around and not recognizing anybody's face. But also at the same time, everybody felt connected. I felt like I knew everybody because of Rio, because of how that whole funeral was put on too, was one of the most beautiful things I've seen. It was just so perfect. It, you know, people sang, people showed their emotions and told their stories. It was just a beautiful thing. But like I said, we, everyone in the hair loss community, we already have a hard time accepting our hair loss ourselves, personally. Mm -hmm. And to walk out into the world and to feel unwelcomed by the world and the general public is and shamed. Yeah. Like, shamed by them. Shamed by something that you can't control. Yeah. yeah. Like you can't control this. You can't control anything to do with hair loss, especially alopecia. I mean, it's just in your genes. It's how your body works. And it's works. not your fault that you have alopecia. Like it's right. not something that you were like, yep, yeah, I'll pick alopecia. Right. So for people that treat us like that, it's just, it's heartbreaking. I remember getting the news. Like I remember pulling that up on the news and I immediately sent it to Paige. And it was, it was so difficult because especially when I read her age, that, that was the exact same time as I lost my hair. So it, it hit, it hit yeah. so hard. It's like, that could have been me. And it's so awful to think that that could be anybody who's Anyone. going through hair loss. Like, and for them to feel so alone, it was too much. And that's why we do what we do. That's yeah. why we're on here talking about our experience. As tough as it is, as you know, as much as we have other stuff going on in lives, yeah. like each of our lives, we 
we put the work in because it's important. And I feel like, you know, ever since that news broke, it's obviously been like one of our main motivations and missions to continue this podcast, to keep having people on, to have different ages of people on because we know to a teenager, to a kid, what we're talking about, they wouldn't care. They wouldn't resonate with. So that's why we thought it was so important to have moms on too, because we were like, we have to do more because Mm -hmm. this can't happen Um, again. Exactly. And then of course, what, not even a week or two later, while we're dealing with everything that comes with that and, you know, reaching out to people and making sure that they were okay, then everybody literally sat down and said, oh, let's watch the Oscars. (laughs) I laugh about it now because I, I can't believe that this was so, like, right, one right after. Yeah. Like, and then that happened at the Oscars with Jada. And everyone was like, what the hell? Like, what is going on right now? It felt like, honestly, like the whole hair loss alopecia community was trying to hold on by strings, by literal mm-hmm. thread. And then that happened and we were all like, what? the actual hell is going mm-hmm. on why is everyone so against us why do we feel so outcasted we felt like outcasts we felt like we really did because it was just one after the other and it felt like absolute shit and i remember you know everybody went to social media and talked about how they felt about it and cried about it because it was like are you kidding me like right after this news somebody decides to do this and what's crazy is like you know rio's parents were even on jada's show like her red Mm -hmm. talk table talking about alopecia and everything so it was just something else like i i couldn't believe what happened i remember texting you kristen and being Mm -hmm. like did you see what just happened i am at a loss right now yeah and then i went down a rabbit hole trying to find all these videos for the oscars yep yeah it was, was crazy. Like, what actually happened? What was said? Like this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And before and this, I'm sure you had other friends text you because I had like three or four others that were like, sending, did you see the Oscars? Yeah, sending Twitter. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I was like, I cannot right now. And then that's all everybody wanted to talk about. Like when I would show up to somewhere. So what did you think? Of the, and it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that's what right. we're going to talk about right now. Like right. I'm still reeling from the other news. Like, right. Why it's so disappointing, too, was I'm going to round this out. So stay with yeah, me. Yeah, here. yeah. Stay is, with us. Yeah, stay with me because I'm going to round it out. It was the situation with Rio happened. And then we were all in the community thinking about ways to reach more people and become a bigger unit and bigger support system. And then this Jada thing happened and it kind of shadowed what happened with Rio. That's what mm-hmm. it felt like. It was like, no, 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 let's not talk about like just focus on Jada so when Kristen and I sat down we were like let's make an episode about both of them because both of these situations matter like not one more than the other but they both matter because they both have to do with hair loss in the general public and the terrible things that can happen so before this episode I was talking to Kristen how I wrote down a whole bunch of shit (laughs) in regards to the Jada incident because it's been a while since we talked Mm -hmm. about it it's been a while since people have talked about it it's kind Kind of in the past now and not many people are talking about it anymore. So I wanted to mention some of this stuff that I wrote down. So on the topic of the Oscar incident with Jada, I wanted to say this. It's all my jumbled notes and my word vomit. So in a world where people are constantly making assumptions 
about one another based in part on their hair, each hairdo or look becomes a statement of self. It's seen through the lens, of course, of misconceptions around baldness and honestly extremely shitty societal norms. If you've listened to our episodes up until now, you know that we did an episode on the history of wigs, the history of hair loss. So even looking back at stories and history, like Rapunzel was freed by her hair, and Goldilocks was named after her hair, and Lady Godiva used her hair to cover her nakedness. Hair was the source of Samson's strength, and if you don't know what that is, it's in the Bible, and it is about a man that was born, and he was a Nazarite, dedicated to God. So it was basically like no razor has ever been used on his head because he's strong. And if it were shaved, his strength would leave him and he would become as weak as any other man. So without hair, way back then, even in old stories and books and stuff, no hair means you're weak. It was a symbol. So we have forever known that as the history of hair it's just been put in our heads that hair is a part of your identity hair needs to be on your head for you to do a b and c well look Um, at all the disney ladies they have beautiful hair like i saw a meme the other day that was like i think i got a misrepresentation of what hair is supposed to be literally it's insane like how judgmental everything is around hair is absolutely insane when you look at it like i said you know, we did a episode on the history of wigs where, you know, those huge wigs that Louis Fourteenth and Marie Antoinette wore and the powdered wigs. And if you had hair loss back then, you had to cover it with these exaggerated wigs because it showed you how much wealth you had. So it's been a symbol. It's always been a symbol. And to rewrite history is a beast of its own. And the hair loss community is trying their hardest to rewrite that history because It's just a whole beast of its own to Mm -hmm. slay. So in regards to women too, the bare female head, the shaved head, no hair, is often seen as a statement of radical politics and transgressing gender norms. People always have to put a definition to it or a title to it. And it's the oddest thing that people focus on stuff like that. Not to mention the many movies and shows that make bald individuals evil or sick. It's never this heroine. It's never the hero. It's always the villain. It's always the sick person with cancer. It's always XYZ, you know? That being said, sorry, this is very long-winded, but it's all my thoughts. That being said, to wear your bald and balding head proudly in the general public, just like Jada did at the Oscars, there is always a possibility of confrontation, unfortunately. We have seen it time and time again. Somebody always says something or the butt of the joke. It's always there. It's like a spotlight is on top of us. Um, But the beautiful part, this is me rounding it out, but the beautiful part of it is that we have the courage to do it. We have the strength to hear those comments and unsolicited advice and shitty jokes that people make. And I believe that people with hair loss are a force to be reckoned with. And I truly do. This is not just me saying this. Because we have the power to change that narrative And we currently are changing that narrative. After that incident, alopecians came out of the woodwork. Both celebrities and people just in the general public started talking about their hair loss journey or when they experienced hair loss and how it was for them. And educating started to happen more. People were searching it more and learning about it more. And we were given this opportunity, this huge platform to do so. And we absolutely took full advantage of that. I'm pretty sure everybody that I know that I follow 
and you know that those bald chicks follow was on social media posting pushing out content about hair loss during those times because it was our time to shine our time to show how hair loss is normal and we did that and that in itself is something all of us uh can take with us and that people outside like trolls and people on the internet that say otherwise can't take from us and i think that's incredibly beautiful that all of that terrible news and information and situations that happened happened but there is unfortunately i know this is weird to say but there are beautiful things that came from it that will help more people in the future and i just there's my word vomit (laughs) (laughs) we loved it Paige. we loved it but that's also with everything in life when you're going through the shit you can't see how much it's shaping you and how much you're learning until you are on the other side of it. So, you know, we're like eight months down from that. So now we can see what it has given the alopecia community. Yeah. And I mean, if you watch that red table talk with Rio's mom, she says that, you know, if anything's going to come out of it, it's for the alopecia community. Yeah. And I can't even talk about that because it's just, that the whole red table talk killed me but right i know you know what's crazy too is we call it in hair loss world we call it well chris calls it alopecia brain but in general world that's just kind of general brain fog where the thing at hand the trauma that you are going through the situation you're going through is consuming your brain and you don't think about anything else except that thing And once you work through the trauma of it and the emotions and everything, once you basically get rid of that fog is when you start realizing, oh, this is still really shitty, but the good that's coming from this is so great, is what we needed. You know what I mean? So like as terrible as that Jada Oscar situation was, alopecia awareness was at an all-time high the highest it's ever been in the world at any point in time skyrocketed for alopecia hair loss yeah you know balding bald spots everything skyrocketed in search and that is so great because that's actually where we need to start is awareness absolutely and we just thought that was super incredible and we wanted to touch on that again during this recap because It was just such a big thing, a couple of big things that happened that rocked our world in the hair loss community. And I think it was so important to touch on again, because like Kristen said, it has been many months now. And we have thought about this. We've brewed on it for eight months. And now being able to talk about it in that sense and being able to, you know, know two of our main reasons of what keeps us going with podcasting because it is a lot of work we will say that there have been times where we're like we can't do this we have jobs we have lives we have people we we have family that we have to focus on you know a b and c are sick and we have to be there for them and how are we supposed to fit in a podcast there has been many times where we've thought about possibly quitting quitting. yeah yeah Which we are always very transparent people. So, I mean, for us to say this is just how we are, how we feel, right? Yeah, absolutely. But these are the reasons why we keep going. Yep, absolutely. You know, when the Rio situation happened, it, it was just so powerful of emotions to feel when you didn't even know anybody in that situation. And, um being transparent um i don't know if i should do a trigger warning here but i will because this is talking about dark stuff with hair loss 
But there were many times in my hair loss journey when I was at the lowest point where I thought about the dark stuff. I thought about, you know, I don't know if I can do this for the rest of my life. I don't know if I can wake up knowing that I have hair loss, knowing that my entire personality and who I am is going away and I'm becoming this person that I absolutely hate. Can't look at myself in the mirror, can't do A, B, and C. And I know there's a lot of people that feel that way too. So, you know, for it to actually happen to someone and a kid, like a a child, that is one of my main pushes to make content to go on social media because I hate it what's funny you might not believe me but I hated social media before we started this podcast I barely posted now I'm just always on it but for good reasons for alopecia awareness and um I don't know it's just that is one of my main motivations and we thought it was so important to touch on it again that being said please keep with us for the next year we hope you do because we have a lot of people coming on that we know that you would love to hear from um, Mm -hmm. and love to hear their stories and what they're doing near and dear people to our hearts so and to your hearts we know so please keep with us for 2023 because we have put a lot of work into this next year of who we're having on, the trying to push out our podcast to get more awareness out there for people that feel alone. We are trying our hardest to do the most work that we can. So, And I got to put this in here. If you are feeling alone and you feel like there's nowhere to turn, we are here. Like, yeah. And I don't say that lightly. I will answer your messages in the middle of the night. Like, yeah. We are here. Absolutely. And we know how hard it can get. I mean, shoot, we still have hard days. It's funny because we can go months with feeling great and not even thinking about our hair loss. And then randomly we just start thinking about it a whole bunch or a patch on the front of my head will show up where I can't not realize about my hair loss and stuff like that. So we know we know how it goes. So on lighter notes. That's right. Lighter gonna, notes. Yeah, on, on some lighter notes. We know that was a lot, but, you know, last year was a lot. Good. Now we'll end it end this episode <laughs> off with some great things that have happened in our own personal lives that we're pretty pretty excited about. So I'm going to give it to Kristen to talk about all her goodies. Oh, my goodies. So I had a pretty exciting year in alopecia. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, I, I literally have to sing it. My goodies. My goodies. My goodies. Not my goodies. <laughs> Sierra. This beat is. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Automatic, supersonic, hypnotic, funky fashion. Paige has a much better voice than me, so yeah, we might need Shut to up. cut out Kristen singing. Anyway, oh. anyways, anyways. <laughs> so I ha- wrote a chapter in a book called Heal 4.0 about my hair loss story, and that actually became a international best-selling book. So I was pretty proud of that. That's incredible. Uh, also sharing it like there was a book launch and I shared my story there and I did it I I ripped off my wig during that whole thing so that was pretty sweet it's the best right Kristen has just skyrocketed in her acceptance and going out there and telling the world it's been insane this last year I feel like it's about time like I know everybody does this at their own pace but like I was like 20 years I'm not doing anything like no I don't have hair loss you literally have 12 years on top of me so it makes sense why you are where you are, where you got that push and you just kind of kept going with it. Just so. kept going with it. Exactly, right? Clapping. Like I we clapping. Everybody it. clapping that's listening. Woo! Little claps. <laughs> <laughs> and then I told my bald story to work. So I legitimately, 
there was a town hall for the service unit that I'm in. And I told it to 120 different people. I mean, it was a five minute spiel, but I got so much like applause. And sometimes I feel like a little bit of a celebrity on the floor because everybody's like, hey, I love your wig. (laughs) And I wear different colored wigs to work now because and I never, never would have even that that was that was one of my favorite things, I think, for you was when you did tell your work, you just started wearing all your wigs. And I knew of your wig collection. So I was like, she doesn't get to wear any of these. She never gets to wear any of these out in public. And now you literally wear every single one of them. And that makes me so happy because I know how excited you were to get all of those different colored wigs and to wear them. So that was like one of my favorite things. I love that. Um... (laughs) Then I did this leadership program, and at the very end, we had to do a five-minute presentation about what we learned, and I was doing up my little PowerPoint, and then I'm like, screw this. Let's get my personality in there. So I literally, like, dressed up in, like, a blonde wig to be the interviewer, and then a purple (laughs) wig to be the interviewee, and that's what I showed to, like, corporate world. So She sent it to me. I could tell you. It was great. It was pretty incredible. I Uh, loved every second of it. (laughs) It was pretty fun. It was pretty fun to make, too. Yeah. I know when I showed Kyle, he started laughing. And I was just like, this isn't funny. Like, this isn't a comedy. What are you doing? But (laughs) he's like, I just know your personality. And it's so funny. So That's incredible. And then the last thing I did, or I guess last two things I did, I started going to swimming lessons. And I go in bald. So just like, I mean, nobody wants fake hair on their face or human hair on their face. Plus, it ruins your wigs. So I was like, uh, no. So I just did it bald and it's, it's been great. I mean, I get looks because the pool has like hundreds of people at it for some reason, which I'm like, could you people go home? (laughs) I need private lessons. (laughs) Yeah, right. And I think that was such a big thing for me because I thought there was going to be like maybe 18 people at the pool, not hundreds. So right. And so so it was kind of like a spur the moment thing where you were like, I can either accept this or I can leave. Exactly, right? And I paid for these swimming lessons. Yeah, right. So I'm gonna go. <laughs> so I'm gonna stay. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting how different people's hair loss journeys are because look, Kristen and I have a podcast that we talk about alopecia and our journey and other people's journey, and she is going out bald ten times more than she did a year ago. Gosh, ten times right? more than she did a year ago. She yeah. was going grocery shopping bald. She she would text me a picture every time oh, she did yeah. it. I yeah, I know. Shopping ball. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So she was doing all of these things. And what's funny is in regards to my hair loss this year, I focus less on me making strides towards going out in public, bald or balding, because I'm not but that's- bald that's where you are and that's yeah. perfectly fine like that's where you've set your goal to be is to right. do alopecia awareness a different way yep. than just going out there bald right yep absolutely yeah. it's definitely taking me a little bit more time to get more comfortable with certain things like that and that's okay cuz you know a year ago i was way further in me going out than i am now and that's all right it could be because of abc that's been happening in my life who knows but, you know, I've been focusing more on the awareness, you know, more on those bald chicks and getting people's stories and less on myself. You know, a year ago, I was posting left and right about everything that I felt. And this year, only a little bit about how I felt and everything. And I focus more on other stuff because obviously, you guys know, 
that I started a business and I decided that, oh, you know, it's really expensive to have hair loss. Knowing that for myself, I was in college when I got it and I couldn't afford shit. So I was like, I would love to learn new hobbies and learn how to sew and learn how to make things that are budget friendly to people that don't want to pay an arm and a leg for a head wrap, that don't want to pay an arm and a leg for A, B, and C. And then it kind of just trickled to, ooh, let me make jewelry and let let me do all these other things. But I just thought it was really cool to be that avenue for people. And I have wept. When I mean wept, I mean wept at the amount of support that I've gotten with that. So thank you. If you're a listener and you've literally supported my business, I love you forever and more. I will show up to your house and give you baked goods. Seriously, you you have been the best. Uh, You have made this last, you know, I think eight months now. Pretty incredible for me in regards to that. But another really... Well, I'm going to say you're welcome on behalf, so... Yes, she will. She (laughs) has purchased quite a few times. (laughs) My best friend is like, yes, I'll buy it all. But on a happy, super happy note, even though this is all happy, is I got married to Damon. And he's my best friend ever, and I'm so happy about it. Why I think that's important to mention, because for the longest time, I didn't think I was going to get married because I had hair loss. I, before Damon, I left a relationship and then I said, well, I kind of just fucked myself over because who the heck is going to date me now? I have hair loss and I always put myself down. Always. I would say terrible things about myself and I was like, I don't deserve love. And then I met Damon and he was like, cool, you have alopecia. Want to get married? (laughs) So, yes, I never thought that that was going to happen. So I'm just really happy that it did. And they are freaking adorable together. He's my best friend. I promised myself I would never be one of those partners that would just be mushy gushy about their partner. And, well, I am because I'm obsessed with this man. Why are you so obsessed with me? Okay, here we go. See again. <laughs> this is a problem. <laughs> In regards to my hair loss, something that I did literally well, by the time like, this comes out, this is going to be months ago, but <laughs> I went to the massage parlor without a wig on and I have no idea why I did. I just decided, okay. And what was so bizarre is one of my friends, Carly, who you guys know, she, her episode is already out. She, she messaged me and she was like, how do you feel? And I said, what's weird is I'm calm. Like I did not expect to be so calm about it. I expected to have anxiety through the roof. I expected to be terrified question though do you normally take your wig off when you're getting massaged or do you leave it on oh off oh yeah Yeah. but still showing up that would be miserable oh yeah showing up that's a whole different story same with working out that was probably me for like four years that i kept the wig on it's okay i had sex for many years with a wig on i slept with it i i, I was super glue. no i'm just kidding i didn't super glue to my head don't do that <laughs> but i was oh God, doing everything do in a wig i remember explicit time damon and i were ramping it up in the beginning i would send him you know happy happy photos and <laughs> that's what we're calling them these days happy photos i like that happy photos It'll i got a happy smile. photo today yeah, so when I did that, there were a couple times where I was, you know, showering, and I had a wig on, but I didn't glue it down, and it would be like, in, the, in like the pictures, it would be like, oh, it was miserable. So like, 
that cracks me up. That's not where about... he's looking. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Me the whole time just staring at my hairline, like, what is going on? Poor Damon. Um, which is funny, because that would be funny to talk about, is, like, feeling sexy in, like, those certain moments in relationships, because we all do it, come on. Um, oh, yeah. And it's interesting to think of that, because I paid more attention to my hair than anything else, so, which is unfortunate, I should have probably paid attention to anything else, but... <laughs> Whatever he got, he got the happy photos. Yeah. (laughs) Granted, I did cut my head off in most pictures. Like I would just cut the forehead off, and it'd just be hair on the side, and it would just be like half my forehead. I was like, okay, now it's safe. You know what's interesting? When I first, like when we first started doing the videos on the support chat, I always remember your camera would always like be down here to avoid hairline. And I was like, why does she, oh, never mind, it I don't would, know why she does yeah, that. Yeah, it would literally be like this. Yeah. I would purposefully <laughs> sit up with a straight back so you could not see my head. I don't know. Isn't that bizarre? That is, yeah. I know. But, yeah, those are the recaps about our life and everything we have done thus far in the last year. One other thing. I what? literally pulled my wig off in the middle of a sushi restaurant. Oh, yeah. Because I saw another baldy. Yeah, yeah. you did. And that then was... we pointed at each other, had a big, like, smile, and then went back to our normal eating, and I ate the rest <laughs> of the meal bald. It was Incredible. great. I know. I love stuff like that. I mean, that's the same thing as, like, me doing a market, seeing a bald woman yeah. running up to her with an alopecia <laughs> keychain and being like, hi, do you have alopecia? <laughs> like, I hope so. Can we be friends? <laughs> yeah, right. Here's a keychain. All right. See you later. I was so awkward. But, yeah. So, that's basically our recap. We want to say that we can't wait. For next year, because this is the last episode of 2022, and you know we're starting off the new year with guest episodes, and we're really excited to show you who is coming on to talk about their stories, and we're just excited to continue this. Yeah, that being yeah. said, I'm gonna do the chick bit because obviously it's the end of December, so we're gonna make it New Year's. The first New Year's celebration dates back 4,000 years. Julius Caesar, the Emperor of Rome was the first to declare January 1st a national holiday. He named the months after Janus, I think, Janus, one of those. Janus. The Roman god of doors and gates. Janus, or Janus, had two faces, one looking forward and one looking back. Caesar felt that a month named after this god would be fitting. So cool. Which is cool. Yeah, it's cool to know. 4,000 years ago. Long time. Long time. That is long time. And I like the looking forward and looking back because it is like that's what you do in your years. Yeah, exactly. Because we literally just did a recap, so I thought that was very fitting. If you want to get a hold of us, email us at thoseballchicks at gmail.com or send us a message on Instagram or Facebook. All of the links to everything you need is in our direct link, which you got it, will be able to find in this episode description. Until next time, guys, ball pack out.